That's what makes us tough. We keep a coming. We're the people that live. They can't wipe us out. They can't lick us. The change has started, and the change in Detroit is real. We're back! Yeah, 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 yeah. Detroit, Michigan. Here, you can actually see what you do affect a great American city, and it's, it's hopefully historical comeback. Welcome into Opportunity Detroit. This is your morning man, Paul W. Smith. We'll welcome in Shinonye Akunye, co-founder and CEO of Elera Apothecary. Danielle Smith-Parker here, founder of Detroit Made. April Anderson, pastry chef and co-owner of Good Cakes and Bakes. And then Josh York, CEO and co-founder of Soft Goods. It's all about people, and it's all about people taking advantage of opportunity. Detroit. Detroit, Michigan. First up on Opportunity Detroit, Shinonye Akunye. Uh, she is the CEO and founder of Illyria, uh, the Illyria Apothecary. Really, an award-winning entrepreneur, educator, natural skin care expert, and business development leader with a history of building and running two successful companies. Illyria Apothecary, the luxury body and skin care company that uses plant-based ingredients to create a range of practical gender-neutral products, as well as Elira Labs, a contract manufacturing company that works closely with small and medium enterprises to bring their product line to life while delivering exceptional quality to make their brand stand out. That's a big bite of the apple, but I think you're just the woman to make this happen. Absolutely, Paul, I am. Give us a little of your background. Give us uh, uh, how you... Uh, with your hobbies, the global traveling, the reading, the visiting, art museums, all that you've done, bring us to today. Yes. So um, I guess, like, I started this company. I started Elira Apothecary as a need for my youngest brother, who was going vegan back in 2014, 2015. And at the time, I had just graduated from grad school. I got my master's in public health, and I was working in industry. I was working in the automotive company, um, reviewing the chemicals that we bring into our site making sure they're not harmful to our employees. So at the time, I noticed that a lot of the ingredients that were found that I was banning from my manufacturing facility, it was commonly found in different skincare products. So that's why I created Elera Apothecary as a way for people to have great skincare, use their daily personal care, but with a plant-based, more clean focus. And then over the years, as we've been growing the brand, getting it into national stores, People started asking about, people wanted to start making their own products and developing their own brands. And so that's how we um, decided to uh, provide another company called Alera Labs, where we actually make products for small and medium companies so that they're able to scale without them investing in the infrastructure and knowing the processes behind it. So it's, it's interesting how, like, really using my global influence and using my travels and just getting inspiration, seeing these different types of businesses around the world and knowing that there's a need for it. That's how I started Elera Apothecary and then branched into Elera Labs the past 18 months. Founded in 2015 for people with dry skin, and that's all of us due to aging. Eventually our skin starts to be drier than it has been. Uh, for folks with eczema, 
in fighting the effects of the environment. And you found great success in all of those areas, uh, including mixing your products and using them in a complementary system, Shinonia. Explain that to me. Yeah, so we carry an array of products ranging from body butters, body washes, face oils, deodorants. And what we found is that, especially in these harsh months, like these dry winter months that are coming upon us, um, people's skin gets very dry, and they need something that hydrates and moisturizes the skin. So when someone uses one of our body washes, that really pumps the moisture, keeps the moisture locked into their skin, and then they follow it up with one of our body butters, to seal everything in and really like if you have dry skin in the morning after you using our products, your skin will be soft and smooth the entire day. And we, um, it's great because we're carried at a dermatology office who uses it for her patients who have dry skin. And so we really know that using these products in tandem works best together. And so that's why we design it as a complementary system. We want we want someone to have all the products they need to feel confident in their skin. People are recognizing Shinonye Acune's success with Illyria, and uh, she's been featured by Vogue, Elle, Marie Claire, Essence, to name but a few magazines, uh, uh, the Huffington Post, and more. You can connect with her on LinkedIn. Uh, you can also find her at com I-L-E-R-A A-P-O-T-H-E C-A-R-Y Elira Apothecary and find out that though all of these products are extremely important to her and the skin healing benefits of the apothecary it's really all about doing doing good in our world social good through some unique partnerships that create jobs, economic development in three countries, and growing. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so um, my background, I'm Nigerian, first-generation American, and so we have partnerships in Nigeria. We've also partnered with a program down in Haiti where they're able to provide medical care, education, and skilled trades training to women who most likely would have faced things like prostitution, um, because there's just no uh, job opportunities for them. And then we also give a lot right here in Detroit. So every year we provide internships for students, high school and college. We donate, we've, I think we've donated to over 100 organizations locally. And we really make sure that we are doing our part as a, as a company to pour into the communities that we serve and that serve us. So um, we really we understand that we wouldn't be a brand without the people's support, so we always make it a point to give back. Every portion of our sales goes to a charity. Shinonye, how has the Rocket Mortgage Detroit Demo Day impacted your business? Um, being a part of Rocket Mortgage Demo Day has been amazing. The Rocket Mortgage team has been great in publicizing our brand. Um, we've been getting opportunities to be featured, um, such as this on WJR. And just as a whole, like over the past years, we also have worked with them in the past during the holiday markets. And what they've done for our business has been instrumental in getting our name out there, getting that brand recognition, and getting people to give us a chance. So being part of the Rocket family as a whole has been really great for Ibera Apothecary. 
You know, it's it's funny. I've interviewed a lot of people. I look down at the list of uh, accomplishments, uh, even the list of hobbies. I am pretty certain uh, that this is the first time I say, saw listed as a hobby volunteering to make the world a better place. That's pretty nice. Yeah. That's a yeah. that's an awfully nice goal as a hobby. It is because it's something that people don't think about other than giving seasons sometimes. And so I I grew up like that's just like how it was instilled in me, like always volunteering. I think like my first job growing up was volunteer work. And so I, I love volunteering. I love giving back. I think it's very important to do that, especially um, especially during like times where you, you can physically see people who are suffering. You can see things that you can help in. And I think that everyone can do their part in helping out for the greater good. So I, I enjoy volunteering. Well, good for you. Volunteering to make the world a better place for all. Uh, all, Well done. It's a pleasure meeting you. And uh, I'm glad we could tell folks about your apothecary and your products. And uh, again, give that that, uh, connecting website. Yes. You all can find us at ilaraapothecary.com. That's I-L-E-R-A. A-P-O-T-H-E-C-A-R-Y.com and all social media at Elera Apothecary. Shinonye Acunye, uh, founder and co-founder and CEO of Elera Apothecary and so much more. Thank you, Shinonye. Thank you, Paul. It was great speaking with you today. Our pleasure. As we continue on Opportunity Detroit. Next up on Opportunity Detroit, we welcome Danielle Smith-Parker, the founder of Detroit Made, CEO and founder of this online marketplace for on-demand home cleaning, providing service in 86 cities in Michigan, Ohio, and Illinois. The timing couldn't be better for a job in a business like this, Danielle. Welcome to Opportunity Detroit. Thank you so much. I appreciate the opportunity. We hear from everyone, every business, that they can't find enough employees. How's that going for you? You know, it's it's a struggle, I think, for for all businesses. And one thing that was has been really helpful is just shifting the business model because now it's it's essentially Uber for cleaning service, which you know just makes things quite a bit easier. So we work with cleaners who are solopreneurs, they're already working in their business, and we just help them to get new clients, grow a little bit, um, and have sort of a foundation that a lot of business owners don't have the time for because they're working in their business and not necessarily leaving room to work on their business. Danielle, uh, you, uh, I'll let our listeners know you have a Bachelor of Arts degree in Public Relations from Central Michigan University. Uh, you talk about workforce development, uh, entrepreneurship, self-care, all of that. When you were on your way to that degree at Central Michigan, CMU, mm-hmm. did you know that this is what you wanted to end up doing, founding? Not at all. <laughs> I, I would think, Not at all. It, it, how did it come to you? Tell us the story. Sure. So actually, when I was at Central, I was pursuing... Um, sort of community engagement work, and I did that for a little while after college. I worked for the Detroit City Council and a few labor unions and um, 
lo- have always loved the work, but have also had a strong drive to do to to work as an entrepreneur and to work independently for myself. And I happened to be looking for a cleaning service. I was working, um, I was living in Detroit, commuting to Lansing four days a week, and I was exhausted and didn't want to clean. <laughs> and I wanted to have time with, you know, to spend with my family and my friends. And no one would, would I couldn't find a service that had the ease of use that, that I was looking for. I wanted to just book online, set it and forget it, and I just could not find that. And I actually reached out to um, some of the bigger names like Molly Maid and Mary Maid, and they wouldn't come into the city. They were just a couple miles away from me, and they did not want to come to Detroit. And so that was really upsetting, and it kind of lit a little bit of a fire under me, like, you know what, let me do a little bit more research on this field, this industry. You know, I've been cleaning forever. I just didn't have the the time to, I wanted to outsource, basically. And um, I decided, you know what, I think this is something that I'm going to start on my own. And I worked with um, a a family member who also had a carpet cleaning company to sort of show me the ropes. And then I started with um, a few programs throughout the city, like the Build Institute, and went on to TechTown for business plan support. And I would um, clean homes before work. So I would, <laughs> I decided, okay, I'm going to do this. I would commute to Lansing by 9 o'clock, and I would, um, you know, clean up a home or an office at 6 o'clock in the morning and hop on the road. I would do it again after I got off work just to get an understanding and really learn the ropes. Um, and then not too long after, I trained a team of people to work um, side by side with, and then the team of people kind of let it go and let the team um, focus on really making people's homes and offices shine and sparkle. So that was about seven years ago, and we've evolved to a marketplace um, recently during the pandemic. Well, perfect timing, like I said at the beginning, and you've captured the attention not only of new customers and inquiries, but Fortune Magazine, Good Morning America, Better Homes and Gardens. Uh, The list goes on and on. People uh, lauding your accomplishments. Tell us about your Rocket Mortgage Detroit Demo Day experience. Oh my gosh, so exciting. And so I, I was in shock when we won. <laughs> and just very excited about the, this community that we're in. The you know Rocket Mortgage Demo Day has been around for a few years and I've attended every demo day. And each year I think, you know what, okay, I'm going to try for this. And then I think, well, maybe not, maybe so. And this year I said, you know what? No, I'm going to do it. I'm going to pursue it. Um, I submitted the application and thought, mm, probably won't get it, but at least I, I did it, you know? And so each step of the way has been so encouraging and inspiring. Even seeing the other um, entrepreneurs make their pitches um, has been really great. So we're excited about the win. We're excited about the opportunity that it gives us to scale and, I'm I'm just excited for what comes next. <laughs> well, what does come next? What do you hope will come next for Detroit Made? Sure. So we have our sights set on um, seven additional states um, over the course of the next three years. Um, and so basically what we're doing is we're doing um, – we're focusing on marketing and development. We have an app that will be the, the basically the minimum viable product is what they call it. So the, the MVP will be ready in about two weeks. Um, and so for the next six months, we're going to be focusing on beta testing, customer discovery, and making sure that the app is as easy as possible for people to use and people can just hop right on and get cleaning services in just 
a couple minutes. Um, and so we're really focusing on the back end of that work, focusing on the new marketing person that will be coming on now as a result of this um, win with the support of Rocket Mortgage Demo Day um, and just growing and scaling um, in these new states. So it's, it's not immediate. It's going to take quite a bit more research, and um, we want to be as strategic as possible as we grow, but we're definitely focusing on, um, you know, the, the, the game plan for a larger-scale version of Detroit Made. Walk us through scheduling a Detroit Made cleaning appointment. I'm, I'm told it's quick, it's simple, and mm-hmm. uh, I guess it would, it would start off with uh, you select a package, an appointment time, you get an emailed confirmation, and uh, tell us the rest. Yep. So what happens now is they, um, the customer just goes online and they say, hey, you know, I want this date. So let's say, for example, uh, Paul, if you wanted Tuesday and you said, okay, I want to pick a cleaning service on Tuesday at 12 o'clock, you pick your time, or I'm sorry, you pick your package and then you pick your time. Um, after you get that confirmation, you get not only do you get an email confirmation, but you also get confirmation immediately when you book the service. Um, the cleaner gets a notification of with all the specifications. You answer a few questions like the size of your home, some of your preferences, and things like that. Um, the cleaner gets that information, arrives at your home, performs the cleaning. They do a process. We have a process called the Natifesto, which is basically it's a checklist of everything that gets done so that we can make sure that our, our services are as consistent um, and clean <laughs> as possible. Um, so they do that process. After that's over, you get a notification that the service has been complete because most of our clients are usually at work or, or someplace else while the cleaning is getting done. They get a notification that it's complete and, um, a, and a text message that just asks how everything was, was it to your satisfaction, and an opportunity to review the cleaner. Um, and if a person chooses to have recurring service, they can just select the recurring service option, and that same cleaner will come back to your home as often as you'd like bi-weekly, monthly, quarterly, as often as you'd like. And services, it's hard to say because it depends on what they're choosing, but give me a range of what the cost is. Sure. So our most popular package is the Woodward. It's a two-hour package, and that works really well for um, apartments or it's like a two-bedroom two-bedroom home or targeted areas, and that's 120 for the package. And then we have, um, you know, obviously packages vary by hour, so you could have a package that's six hours or a package that's one hour, so it really depends. But that the most popular is the two-hour package for 120, and then recurring services um, have a discount, so you'll have 10% off for monthly service, 20% off for weekly service, and 15% off for bi-weekly service. DetroitMade.us. DetroitMade.us. Just exactly what you've been looking for. And you found it here on Opportunity Detroit with the CEO and founder of Detroit Made, Danielle Smith-Parker. Thank you, Danielle. Thank you. Have a great day. You do the same as we continue on Opportunity Detroit. From the early age of nine, April Anderson knew she wanted to be a baker. In fact, she started making treats for her family on a regular basis. I, I just wonder if it was one of those easy-bake ovens or if she really was allowed to go right to the real oven and start off. And we're going to find out right now. April Anderson, pastry chef, co-owner of Good Cakes and Bakes. April, welcome to Opportunity Detroit. So was it 
Were you allowed near the real oven, or was it like the uh, Easy Bake oven? So it started off with the Easy Bake oven, um, but then when I was nine, I made my very first cake in the real oven with nobody in the kitchen by myself for my mother for Mother's Day. So that was my very first time baking by myself was I made a surprise um, Mother's Day cake for her. At the age of nine. That must have been thrilling, and it's been thrilling ever since. April attended Macomb Community College for pastry arts, uh, gained some knowledge on pastry techniques, artisan breads, uh, French pastries, recipe development. And that was beautiful. That went great. But you always wanted to open a bakery in Detroit. And come September 2013, that's what you got to do. Yes, we got to open up a bakery on the historic avenue of fashion in Detroit, and we've been loving it over there ever since. That being with your partner, Michelle Anderson. Yes. Mm-hmm. Good Cakes and Bakes has a mission. Can you tell us what that mission is, April? Yes. Our mission is to provide wholesome, organic baked goods in a welcoming, inclusive diverse community, um, offering a living wage, as well as hiring and training returning citizens um, to the city of Detroit. That's a, that's a big bite. That's a, that's a lot. It's uh, excellent to do such uh, good, creative work and to be able to spread yes. the wealth, having uh, your employees uh, benefiting and the community benefiting. And, uh, in fact, after just just being in business uh, with Michelle a year, you captured the attention of Oprah Winfrey. Tell us about that. Yeah, so in 2014, so when we first opened, we we used to um, bake out of a share kitchen. So I would get up every day at 3 o'clock in the morning, I would go bake. And then I would go to the um, bakery, to the space, and me and my mother would sell the bakers until we closed. And because of that, we got to um, bake for Oprah Winfrey when she was doing her tour, Live the Life You Want. So we got to bake for her. She, um, her team came to the kitchen, um, and that was a wonderful opportunity that we got to um, do. And before that, I really was the Oprah fan, but after talking with her and listening to her talk to us, I definitely had be- was a believer in the Oprah effect. God, that's excellent. She is a uh, she is a remarkable human being, that's for sure. And she had to love your yeah. idea because she's always supported and promoted what you have uh, supported and promoted. Really wholesome, yeah. uh, organic, quality baked goods. And, and that's what the goal is, to provide the most natural, freshest ingredients. Uh, pledge to the customers to use organic and locally grown produce when available. Uh, people can find out more at goodcakesandbakes.com, goodcakesandbakes.com. But we can tell April Anderson that that lines up with what Oprah has liked and what she has taught many of us also to like. Because it's kind exactly. of... We've moved in that direction from uh, from the hostess Twinkie. I remember it fondly. Uh, <laughs> to, to the hostess Cupcake. To now... Uh, things that are much better for us, much more healthful and, frankly, tastier than the stuff that many of us grew up on thinking that was great. That was the best, right, exactly. And that's and those are some of the reasons why we bake the way we bake is because 
we wanted to take people back to when your mother baked, your grandmother baked, that clean, nostalgic taste that you get from baked goods that are made with wholesome ingredients, as well as, at the time, we were teaching a community that did not really understand what organic meant and what it, how it could taste. We was teaching a community about that you can have organic, clean, baked goods, and they still taste good. Right. You know, uh, sadly, for the longest time, uh, healthy eating did not always mean good, tasty eating. But that's, exactly, yes. that's, come, that's come around. That's come a long way. Oh, definitely. There's definitely, and people are wanting to know more about where, wanting to know the story of where their ingredient is coming from, who's making the ingredients, why they're making it that way. And people have really found a way to take clean, wholesome, organic ingredients and make them taste good. They don't have to taste bland and unsweetened and unflavored. They can taste just as delicious as what you would get from using all type of preservatives and using ingredients that have preservatives and chemicals in them. Right. Now, remind me, April Anderson, pastry chef, co-owner of Good Cakes and Bakes, who's done great business with her partner, Michelle Anderson. Remind me, uh, you won the Rocket Mortgage Detroit Demo Day last year, and then, and then you were a judge this year. Is that right? No, 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 no. So we were the, actually the inaugural winners. We won in 2017, the year that it first started. We were the inaugural uh, winners of the $200,000 prize. Uh, and then this year, I was a judge for the um, program. Okay. Very good. All right. I wasn't clear on that. I'm glad you uh, <laughs> cleared it up. And uh, and the Detroit Demo Day has has impacted all of the entrepreneurs that get involved, all of the uh, community oh, yeah. in Detroit. Definitely. So not only does, not only does um, Rocket Mortgage um, Demo Days infuse capital into these businesses, but they also offer resources. So that's for us, Good Cakes and Bakes. That has been the biggest part and most beneficial to us is the resources and the connections that come after Demo Days. And it's just not for the winners. It's also for all of the finalists. If y'all need, they need help. The team at um, Rocket definitely works with people to help them connect with whatever the, they need for the next step in their business. Well, you got our attention, not just Oprah's, but ours as well. Uh, wholesome, organic, uh, providing the most natural and freshest ingredients. The pledge to your customers to do that, to use organic, locally grown produce when available. Goodcakesandbakes.com. So with that thought in mind, how can listeners place an order? So, yeah, so you can come into our store and place an order. You can order on our website, which is www.goodcakesandbakes.com. We do local delivery. We do shipping nationwide now. So there, go to our website, and you can pre-order and just pick up. Um, we have specials in the bakery um, after 4 p.m. If you come after 4 p.m. before we close, we always have specials. Um, so we are looking forward to people coming over to our space. But also, if you don't live in the area, order on our website to have it shipped to you or delivered to you. How is that? Uh, that that seems like that would be kind of challenging. But I'm sure you got it all figured out by now. The shipping? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was it was a lot of logistics to it. But yeah, we have it down packed now. We are shipping over 500 cakes a week right now. So we wow. we got it we got it under, we got it together now. Yes. Yeah. Wow. 
500 cakes a week. How many bakers do you have? So we have five bakers, but we actually only have one baker who does all of the overnight baking. All she does is bake for Go Belly. So we definitely could use more bakers. So we're also hiring. So, you know, send your resumes to us. Even if you have baking skills, we definitely would train people to bake. That Those are the best people to, to work as people who you can train to do exactly the way you need it to be done. Um, but yeah, so we have one person who bakes overnight from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. And that's all she does is bake the cakes for Go Belly because we ship through Go Belly. So she does all of the baking for that. Oh, that's wild. Goodcakesandbakes.com. April Anderson, pastry chef, co-owner of Good Cakes and Bakes. Keep up the good work, my friend. Thank you for having me on here. Oh, I always love coming to talk to you, Paul. Well, it's our pleasure always to watch you be successful and all the good folks who are taking advantage of opportunity to try Finally, on Opportunity Detroit, we meet Josh York, the CEO and co-founder of Soft Goods. Now, Josh has a degree in supply chain management from MSU. He's worked at companies such as Granger, Boeing, uh, he's, he, a lot of places. Uh, and he's run multiple retail stores, uh, built manufacturing relationships with partners like Shinola, Foot Locker, Pistons, Chips Ahoy, the, the list goes on and on. And I'm thinking, uh, Josh, that you're the man of the hour because the thing we hear about so much since this pandemic and chip shortages and other things is problems with the supply chain. <laughs> yeah, so welcome a... to Opportunity Detroit. I know that's not what you're here to talk about, but give me a little of your thoughts on what you learned at Michigan State University about supply chain management and why we're in the position we are today. Certainly. Uh, I, I really had no idea when I went into supply chain as a, uh, I transferred in as a junior in college, I had no idea the the impact that it would be having so quickly. And, and it was already a big field, but it's really, really come into focus these days. Uh, and that that's kind of the, at the, the core of why we're doing what we're doing in our business and that the the global supply chain is just really tight with shipping delays and rising wages overseas and and we really think by making products closer to the end consumer you can actually uh make it make it easier a better customer experience and and ultimately make up a lot of those costs that you're saving by going overseas by you know by paying for delays and that kind of stuff you end up making some of that up by making it close to the end consumer so that's kind of where our business is focusing on doing well then let's talk specifically uh, with Josh York CEO and co-founder of Soft Goods tell us Tell us all about Soft Goods. Yeah, Soft Goods is a garment manufacturer in Detroit. We cut and sew t-shirts, sweatshirts, uh, knitwear, similarly to that kind of stuff. Um, here in Detroit, we actually get rolls of fabric in from North Carolina. We've got a big 30-foot cutting table, and we are actually manufacturing clothes. Um, and the goal is that we will also be able to dye them here as well. So um, you can you can order. 50 purple t-shirts and we'll pull some white t-shirts off the rack and put them in the machine and dye them up and we can get them to you really really quickly and really you can get a really custom high quality garment on a much shorter timeline than ordering overseas or, or somewhere else so there aren't too many companies that do that in detroit if any <laughs> there aren't too many companies that do that in the u.s 
but there, there's definitely some little pockets in LA and the Carolinas, but we think Detroit's really uniquely positioned. We're, we're, uh, Shipping a box of T-shirts from L.A. to New York is half the cost as it is to ship from Detroit to New York. And we're, we're in a really central spot um, to service a lot of clients that care about made in the U.S. or care about premium quality. And they need, everyone wants stuff. No, no one wants things slower. So if we can be faster than the next guy, we got a leg up. Nobody wants anything slower. That's so well put. Soft <laughs> goods, uh, garment factory based in Detroit. Since 2018, striving to make the garment manufacturing process accessible for all. And they do that by offering fully custom premium apparel at lower minimums, shorter lead times, and with high-touch customer service to ensure that they deliver the product that someone is seeking. You can go to softgoodsdetroit.com, softgoodsdetroit.com, for more information about what they're doing. Tell us about yourself, Josh. Oh, well, um, I grew up in Livonia and uh, always loved coming down to Detroit and um, wanted to wanted to build a business here. And, and my business partner, he his, his grandparents owned a gas station on Michigan Ave, and he, same thing, would play down here and always dreamt of having a business here in the city. And so um, we were both really fortunate to get a great education and, and be able to use that to, to build a, a business in the city. And, and the goal is to create some good with it. We want to hire people from the city and keep jobs here in Detroit. Um, as mentioned earlier, we've got a great uh, manufacturing hub and we, we're, we're centrally located and a lot of the bones to build a really great business in, in that world. And, and again, keep it all local. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm excited to be doing it and uh, hopefully making my parents proud. They always said, well, you want, it's great to give overseas and you know help other people out, but let's help our own community first. So that's what we're trying to do here. Amen to that. Uh, tell us about your Rocket Mortgage Detroit Demo Day experience. Certainly. So um, I've been applying to Demo Day for a few years now, and, and we never quite had all the, the pieces together, and we were really excited this year to be selected as a finalist. And um, as mentioned, we're, we're trying to bring garment dyeing in-house so we can really kind of complete the circle and be fully vertical factory um, and, and we just, as a small business, it's so tough to, to manage cash and people and all that. And, and when you, you get a big order, you can't always fulfill that big order because you don't have the right machines or the right people. And, uh, a lot of that comes from, we don't have the money to get those things yet. You know, it's, it's a slow growing period. So, um, we figured if we could get, win the demo day competition, we might be able to get some of that cash that we need to kind of get a leg up and get ahead of that growth so that when those big orders come, we're actually ready to, to accept them and continue to take it in stride. So that's what we're, we're really excited about. Um, and then beyond just the, the money piece of it that, that we were fortunate to win, um, we, we won the pivot category this year, which was uh, for businesses that pivoted during the pandemic to reach new markets. But beyond just the cash, we're excited to be part of the the network that that uh, the rocket companies provide, and, and there's a lot of great businesses in the area, and we're excited to just be able to use them as resources. And there's a lot of talented people that we're excited to call, be able to call on now. Josh, real quick, how can listeners support your business if they don't need 50 T-shirts? <laughs> um, I. I, I I would say follow us on social media. Keep up with what we're doing. Uh, they may not need 50 T-shirts at the moment, but everyone needs to buy for a family reunion or a company <laughs> outing at some point. So That's true. Uh, just 
know that know that you can get a great product made right here down the street in Detroit. And uh, if you don't need them, let somebody else know that that is in the market. Well, I, I love the idea because you're right. Eventually, you could use those T-shirts for a variety of reasons. And knowing that they're that they're a fully custom premium apparel at lower minimums, shorter lead times, high touch customer service right here in Detroit. It just makes a great deal of sense. Again, they can reach you at softgoodsdetroit.com, softgoodsdetroit.com. A good Michigan State University graduate who has done a fabulous job and now continues to as CEO and co-founder of Soft Goods. Congratulations again, Josh. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Well, it's our pleasure. Keep up the good work. Uh, Josh York, CEO and co-founder of Soft Goods. And as I mentioned, uh, he had a degree in supply chain management from MSU. That's going to do it for today's Opportunity Detroit. We thank all of our guests, and we especially thank you for tuning in and uh, joining us with the people who are making a difference in Detroit. Hope you can catch me in the morning from 6 till 9, Monday through Friday on WJR. You go on out, make it a great rest of the day, and we'll look forward to talking to you in the morning. Regards, Paul W. Smith.